0: The American Council of the Blind presents ACB Reports, a monthly news magazine featuring topics of interest to people who are blind or have low vision. I'm Mike Duke. This month... Information about the virtual conference and convention of the American Council of the Blind, important economic recovery information, and what ACB and other disability organizations are saying to Congress. Welcome to ACB reports for May, 2020. The coronavirus is causing state and national lawmakers to begin looking at voting by mail and other options for the 2020 elections. On Friday, April 10th, The American Council of the Blind, along with more than 75 other national, state, and local disability and civil rights organizations, sent a letter urging Congress to protect the voting rights of people who were blind and disabled during the current pandemic. The letter urged Congress to mandate an accessible online absentee voting system to be used by any state adopting vote-by-mail as an alternative to in-person elections at polling locations. Americans with disabilities have fought for decades to secure the same voting rights as all other Americans. Congress must make it clear to states that implementing vote-by-mail without offering an accessible absentee voting alternative for people with disabilities is not acceptable said American Council of the Blind President Dan Spoon. The current national emergency must not be leveraged as an excuse to erode the voting rights of people with disabilities. As states take pragmatic measures to rethink how elections will be administered, the rights of voters with disabilities must be maintained. This includes equal access to all parts of the voting process, from absentee voting to securely and independently marking, casting, and verifying our ballots," Spoon said. There is no nationwide approach to creating absentee ballots, and as such, many voters with disabilities are excluded from absentee voting. Some states have implemented accessible solutions to this problem, such as remote voting, through the use of online and remote ballot marking devices. Earlier this year, in collaboration with the American Council of the Blind, Governor Justice of West Virginia signed a bill to bring West Virginia's absentee vote-by-mail system into compliance with Title II of the Americans with Disabilities Act by offering an accessible electronic absentee voting option for people with disabilities. According to the CDC, 26% of Americans have a disability, ACB will continue working tirelessly to ensure these Americans are able to fully participate in the most fundamental part of our democracy in the 2020 elections and beyond, said Eric Bridges, executive director of the American Council of the Blind. The monetary recovery rebate checks, which are part of the Corona Aid, Relief, and Economic Security Act, began arriving in mailboxes and bank accounts on April 15th. That same day, ACV Advocacy Specialist Claire Stanley released this summary of questions and answers about the monetary recovery rebates. Kathleen Duke has the story.
1: ACB has received numerous questions about how people will receive the 2020 recovery rebate. To help answer those questions, this summary will briefly describe what the rebate is and how persons will receive the money. One element of the third stimulus bill passed by Congress includes a monetary recovery rebate, also known as the 2020 Recovery Rebate. Through this rebate, Americans will receive a one-time monetary amount from the government. The purpose of this rebate is to revitalize the economy. Americans who receive the money can spend it in any way they choose. The 2020 recovery rebate will begin at $1,200 for all people who have an income of $75,000 or less on a yearly basis. For a married couple who files jointly, the amount will start at $2,400. Anyone who has children under the age of 16 will receive an additional $500 for each child. As a person's income rises, the amount they receive will decrease gradually. In other words, the more money a person makes, the less money they will receive from the government. The most a person can make before they can no longer receive the recovery rebate is $99,000. One of the biggest questions we have been asked is how people will receive the money. If you file taxes in 2018 or 2019, you will automatically receive the rebate. If you received your income tax refund via direct deposit to your bank account, the money will be automatically deposited into that bank account. The money will be deposited starting on April 15, 2020. If you generally receive your income tax refunds via the mail, the check will be sent to the address on file. When waiting for the rebate to come by mail, know that it will take more time those who make less money will also receive their checks sooner and progress from there. One of the questions we have been asked numerous times is from people who have not filed taxes in the past year or two. For individuals who receive Social Security benefits, filing taxes is not necessary. As a result, that person's information is not in the system. To fix this problem, some people have asked if they need to file taxes. The answer is no. Again, you do not need to file taxes if you receive Social Security benefits in order to receive the 2020 recovery rebate. Instead, the IRS has put together a non-filers portal, which is located at www.irs.gov slash coronavirus slash non-filers-enter-payment-info-here. Through this portal, those who receive SSI or Veterans Disability Compensation can submit their information online and receive the 2020 Recovery Rebate. Via the form online, you can enter your bank account information to receive the money via direct deposit or request that it be sent via U.S. Mail. If the check is sent via mail, another letter will be sent out two weeks later confirming that the check was received. For those who are regular Social Security beneficiaries, not SSI recipients, the IRS will use the information on a person's form SSA-1099. Another common question we have received is whether the money will impact a person's monthly income, which can in turn impact a person's SSI eligibility. Under SSI, a person can only bring in so much money per month to remain eligible. The answer is no. The rebate is not considered income and thus will not impact your monthly income number. We urge all ACB members not to readily give out your information to people claiming to be the IRS or SSA in order to get the rebate. Unfortunately, there are many scams that are attempting to obtain people's information unlawfully. If you struggle with the portal, please let ACB know. We are curious as to how accessible the portal is, so please let us know as soon as possible. You can reach us via email, advocacy at acb.org, or by phone, 202-467-5081. From the American Council of the Blind, you're listening to ACB Reports.
0: As reported in this program last month, the annual conference and convention of the American Council of the Blind for 2020 will be a virtual event. In a recent edition of Sound Prints, the weekly audio program of the Kentucky Council of the Blind, ACB Conference and Convention Coordinator Janet Dickelman spoke with Carla Rushavel about this groundbreaking virtual event.
2: On the phone with me early in the morning is Janet Dickelman acb convention coordinator janet's in st paul minnesota and she is working very hard on reshaping a convention janet's been convention coordinator since 2012 and janet i think that you probably believe that this would be another convention that would just fall into place with the scheduling and so on and all of a sudden it's become a virtual convention because of the coronavirus so tell us what you can about this exciting opportunity where everybody everywhere is going to be able to attend the ACB convention this year.
3: This certainly is a reshaping of the convention. As Carla said, you know, I was starting to go on with my planning as I normally do, and all of a sudden, the calls started coming and the questions, and suddenly the board determined and correctly determined that we were not able to meet in person. It just was not safe for our attendees. So we decided to switch gears and go to a virtual convention format. And I said to other people, and especially to myself, what does this mean? I don't know how to do a virtual convention, I don't even understand exactly what it is. I'm learning. What we're going to do basically is have information available on the several streams of ACB radio, which you can listen to on your computer, you can listen to it on one of your devices. You can also pick up your telephone and call in and get the information. Then we're also going to use a combination of meetings, most likely with the Zoom platform, which, again, you can access on your telephone or via your computer. So for those of you who are not computer literate, don't worry. The phone is still going to work to access all of your favorite things. Because we are doing a virtual convention, we're actually going to have a little extra time. We're starting the convention on Friday, July 3rd, and running through Friday, July 10th. On the 3rd, we're going to start with the ACB board meeting, which I believe is going to be streamed on ACB radio as the midyear board meeting was, and I know a lot of people enjoyed getting a chance to hear that. And then we're going to start with some activities that afternoon and evening, with our special interest affiliates, our committees, and our business partners, and those activities will run Friday through the following Friday. So, affiliates and committees have lots of time to showcase their uh, information. Each evening, we're going to do something special—ACB evening programming. Uh, Friday night, we're going to start out with the showcase of the performing arts. Friends and Arts going to do their showcase. The music is going to be pre-recorded, but they'll have a live moderator introducing everything and keeping you all informed what's going on. Saturday evening, since none of us are probably going to get out to see fireworks this year, we wanted to bring the fireworks to you. So our own Joel Snyder, audio describer extraordinaire, is going to do a audio described broadcast of the fireworks performance over the Capitol in Washington, D.C. from 2019. So that's going to be a great way to have the 4th of July. We are changing general sessions slightly, so we will have our opening general sessions Sunday evening. And if I give you time throughout this, these are all Eastern time, uh, general sessions will start at 7 p.m. on Sunday evening. And then just so you know, the daily general sessions will be from 10 a.m to 1 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. We're not going to be able to conduct any elections or bylaws at our general sessions because of our, our bylaws stipulate and our incorporation in Washington, D.C. states that we can't do business unless it's in person, so there won't be elections this year. Board members who are up for re-election will just be carried on for another year till we can meet in person in 2021. Monday evening, we're going to do audio description program, and that's going to give you all the updates on TV, in the movie theaters, and live plays, and other live events. Our Tuesday evening, we're calling it the ACB Easy Chair Auction. You'll be able to bid from home, similar to the holiday auction for ACB Radio, so you're not going to miss out on getting all those yummy treats and technology and jewelry. Wednesday evening we're doing a great session called Home and Appliances, and that is going to talk about all the different accessible appliances and things that are available for your home, and that's going to be put on by the Information Access Committee. That's going to give us the latest and greatest on what we can do to make our homes as accessible as possible. Thursday evening, we are having an advocacy update with Clark and Claire, and then Friday evening will be our ACB banquet. Yes, we are having a, quote, virtual banquet. You have to bring your own food. We are going to present the ACB awards that we normally would present at our banquet, and we also have a speaker Many of you have heard him describe on many things. Roy Samuelson, who's a longtime audio describer, who's going to talk to us about his life in audio description. So we have a lot of evening programs, and then throughout the day, our affiliates, committees, and business professionals are coming up with all different kinds of programming for us to enjoy. And guess what? We're even going to have a virtual exhibit hall. I know, I wondered how this was going to work too, but I think we've got to figure it figured out. Each of our exhibitors is going to have a certain amount of time depending on the booth option that they've purchased, and there's going to be recorded presentations by our exhibitors. Either they'll provide their own recording, or if they'd like ACB to help them, we'll do a recording for them during our quote virtual exhibit hall, which will probably initially run each day from noon to 6. We'll have a live moderator who will introduce all the booths. The exhibitors can talk about any specials that they have, give you any information, give you their contact information. And then the virtual exhibit hall will be rebroadcast on ACB radio throughout the rest of the day. Each day we will change the format of the exhibit hall. So that one day your favorite vendor may be at noon, the next day he may be at 3. This is just giving all the vendors time to shine at different times throughout the exhibit hall. As I said, there'll be a schedule. You can access the exhibit hall, again, either on ACB radio using your favorite device, using your telephone, or listening directly on your computer. So there's a lot of ways of accessing the exhibit hall. We're working on having a virtual tour channel on ACB Radio where we have some audio-described tours that are going to be aired. And again, that will be on a schedule throughout the day. That will be looped throughout the day, and the time for each of the tours will change day by day. We are going to have registration for the convention. And you may say, why are you doing a registration for a virtual convention? Well, there's a lot of good reasons to do this. The first reason... I think everybody loves door prizes, right? You all wait for your name to be called on ACB radio, and if you've stepped out of the room for five minutes and your name gets called and you miss out on that door prize, well, we're going to have door prizes. Everyone who registers for the convention will be put into door prize drawing. And guess what? You don't have to be present to win. So if you've run down to the kitchen to get that glass of water and they call your name, you still get your door prize. The other things registration will allow you to do, of course, is to support your special interest affiliates, your favorite affiliates. It will allow you to become an individual sponsor. It will also allow you to select a program format, and yes, we are going to have large print and Braille programs. And if you select Braille or large print, it will be mailed directly to your home prior to the convention. So those are just some of the perks of pre-registration. And a lot of the affiliates, as you're registering for the affiliate fees, are going to also be offering door prizes. So you want to make sure you get your registration done. That will open on May 21st and run through June 21st. So it is a very interesting concept. It's something that I never thought I'd be (laughs) doing. But the more we get involved in this, the more exciting it becomes. And the good thing is, for those of you who haven't been able to afford to come to a convention or haven't been able to take the time off work, the convention is coming to you this year. So no excuses, no reason not to attend. You can listen from anywhere. You can listen from home. You can listen from work. Someone said, oh, I'm going to be sitting out on my back patio. I think that's a great place to view a convention from. It's a work in progress but it's going to be very interesting. Everything that we do, because we're recording all of our Zoom presentations and all of our general sessions, they're going to be available much faster for replays on ACB radio. We're working on a way for individuals who have questions during general session or during any of the other affiliate or committee sessions where they can get their question to The question box, as I'm calling it, either via email or phone or text, and someone will ask your question on your behalf. So you can participate in the convention.
2: And, Janet, there will be an information desk?
3: Yes, there'll be an information desk to let you know what's when. There'll be a technical component to the information desk, so if you're having trouble, getting into some of these meetings or just need you know a little reassurance on how this works, there will be people there to help you. Carla, is there anything that you can think of that I might have missed?
2: I think the, the only thing that we want to emphasize that you haven't already, it's 24 hours a day for eight, eight days. days. So, for example, if you miss general session, you can't listen at from 10 to 1, You can get it later, and um, it will replay, and so you'll be able to listen to that. Now, that has been possible in the past, not immediately, but it has been available on replay throughout the week. But this time, everything is going to be replayed in one way or another.
3: Your affiliate, Mm -hmm. your committee.
2: That tech session, that... You would not have heard otherwise because it would be one of those things that you had to be in the room. Was not normally recorded at a convention. Well, it will be recorded this time because it will be... And look how often
3: you look at at your schedule and there's two sessions that are at the same time and you think, oh, if only I could be in two places at once. Now you can. Because
2: you can hear one live and then you can hear one when it is replayed. I think that a challenge maybe is going to be maybe knowing, you know, when those replays are going to come up. But I'll bet that'll be ironed out by the time we get to convention, too. You all are just doing an absolutely fantastic job. I got an email from Mike Smitherman the other day. Mike Smitherman is the exhibits coordinator. And he's not going to have to be there shooing us all out of the room at 5 p.m. every day now. He has a bunch of different challenges, but he sent his information out to potential exhibitors the other day, and it's my hope, Janet, that people who could not be exhibitors because exhibiting, going to convention to be an exhibitor, it's is a an long, expensive, it's a long commitment. Well, it's a long commitment. It's an expensive commitment yeah. because there's airfare, there's hotel, in addition to the cost of the space and also having to figure out how much of each item you want to take with you. And, you know, you might take too much of one thing and too little of another, and then you've got to ship it all back and forth. Yeah. Well, at this convention, yes, there's a cost for the exhibit space, but you don't have to buy a plane ticket. You don't have to have the hotel take time off if you have another job. You don't have to ship items in and out. And so there's so many opportunities and i'm hoping that maybe the smaller exhibitors who can't always get to convention or the the small nonprofits in the blindness field will we'll take advantage of this, this year. oh yeah. yeah because you can have a different emphasis on what you want to tell people every day so it was it was really exciting too i was uh, yeah if you, if you to see want it. to
3: make a recording for your booth you mm-hmm. can change it every day, so you can promote different things. And yes, you can't see or touch things, but you can have them described to you.
2: Yes, and it's it's just a really and no neat line, thing. no line. That's right, no line, no wait, no, no getting stuck trying to check out, and you're trying to get to another meeting. Yep. You know, you don't have to do that. All of the exhibitors, and I can say from the from the aspect of the mini mall. We will have telephone options where people right. can call us or email us or whatever in order to ask more questions or purchase items. I mean, it's, this is literally going to be a convention that's accessible to everyone. Years ago in the education field, one of the hot phrases was no child left behind. Well, this is going to be no attendee left behind. Yep, I like it. Everybody's coming to convention this year. Janet, last night you announced the theme for the convention. Can you share? Oh, yes. ACB, a path to the future. And this really is. Yes, it certainly is. And we're all headed down that new path. Some of us
3: may be kicking and screaming more than others, (laughs) but we are all heading down this path.
2: We are exploring it together, and we, we do not want anyone to be left behind because of the technology. So this convention is as close as your telephone. Janet, thank you so much for being and with us. Again,
3: as, as I always do, just give me one sec- Give me one second, Carla. Okay. I want to give out my contact information. Oh, so absolutely.
2: And also tell everybody, tell us all how we can subscribe to that yes. ACB convention list because now everyone is going to want to see those announcements.
3: As Carla mentioned, there is a convention list. It's a one-way announce list, so you're not going to be getting replies from people. You're just going to get my convention announcements. And to subscribe to that, send a blank email, nothing in the subject, nothing in the body, to acbconvention-subscribe, S-U-B-S-C-R-I-B-E, at acblists.org, acbconvention-subscribe at acblists.org. And my email is Janet, J-A-N-E-T, dot Dickelman, D-I-C-K-E-L-M-A-N, at gmail.com. So please feel free to reach out to me with any questions. If I don't have the answer to your question, I'll find it for you.
0: That was ACB Conference and Convention Coordinator Janet Dickelman talking with Carla Rushevel on SoundPrints from the Kentucky Council of the Blind. It's almost time to register for the 2020 Conference and Convention of the American Council of the Blind. Yes, this year's convention will be held virtually, but you will still want to register. Wonder why? Want to win door prizes? Support ACB special interest affiliates? Be recognized as an ACB sponsor? Receive the conference program in the format of your choice? Read the daily newspaper and participate in live events? Your $25 registration fee includes all these benefits and more. All sessions featuring programs, seminars, or virtual social gatherings are free of charge. Registration for the 2020 ACB Virtual Conference and Convention will help provide quality programming via ACB radio and other platforms. By registering, you will join ACB on the path to our future. Registration will open at 7 a.m. Eastern Time on May 21st for ACB members and on May 28th for non members. Registration closes at 11:59 p.m. Eastern Time on June 21st. To register online, visit acbconvention.org. To register by phone, call 612-332-3242, select Option 5, then leave your name, phone number, and time zone. Your phone call will be returned as quickly as possible. That wraps up ACB Reports for May 2020. Working from home in the audio clothes closet, I'm Mike Duke, reminding you to stay safe and practice the personal hygiene you learned in kindergarten. You've been listening to ACB Reports, heard on radio information services nationwide and throughout the world on acbradio.org. ACB Reports is produced at Radio Reading Service of Mississippi, a service of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Contact the American Council of the Blind online at acb.org or phone 800-424-8666. Thanks for listening, and please join us again next month for another ACB Reports.